I mean, a little queen for you tonight. I mean, how can you not? Come on now. That's classic right there. And it's We Are the Champions. I mean, I feel like that goes so well with our guest tonight. Like, it's the obvious call, right? Like, how can you not do it? <laughs> our guest tonight is Mr. Ron Champion. So, you know, I don't know. I think this song's maybe a little bit older than he is. I can talk crap right now because there's a lot of computer screen and internet and, you know, 400 miles in between us. But uh, I think the song's a little older than he is. But, I, I mean, you feel like Mercury had to be singing it about him because, like, he knew it was coming, right? So, I don't know. It's craziness. Craziness. Barry Davis with the best band ever. So, uh, you know, Barry, I, I may, you, you might be right, brother. David's in the house. Jason Gardner. Nicholas Beltran. What's up, brother? Um, welcome to the weigh-in, guys. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and uh, we are in for a killer, killer show tonight. I thank you guys for tuning in with us here every single Tuesday night at 8.30 Eastern Time. I got to cut Queen down in the background before uh, music rights start kicking me in the butt. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, let's kick this thing off right. You guys ready to get started? Let's do this. What's going on, Facebook Live? Woo! That was a terrible clap, but I'm not redoing it. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Way In, presented by Fish USA. I'm your host, Scott Butcher, and tonight we're in for a killer show. Uh, we're kind of on the back end of tournament trail season. There's a few events left coming up in the year, but we're going to get into a little bit more, uh, you know, a little bit more conversation, a little bit more weighing in, if you, if you would. Um, with some different anglers from across the country doing different things. And tonight we're going to just check in with Mr. Ron Champion, talk about some baits, talk about some tournaments, talk about what he did this year, what he's doing next year, some different plans. This is a guy who's a leader in the industry. He's always doing things, always pushing the boundaries, doing things differently, doing things moving forward. Um, I know that he would not really put that on himself on his back. I think he's probably uh, very arguably the, the most pro in the industry as far as, you know, making this life. And so we're going to kind of pick his brain tonight. He's always ready for a challenge. He's a very open book. He's a phenomenal interview and a great guy. And uh, so let's not uh, let's not kiss his buddy more. Let's get ready to bring on Mr. Ron Champion. And while we're waiting on Ron to boot up, you guys know how this thing goes down. Make sure in the comment section that you drop a comment, let us know where you guys are watching from. And then secondly, go in and smash that share button and let everybody know we're fixing to talk frogs with Mr. Ron Champion for the next little bit. Ron, what's going on, buddy? How are you, man? Oh, man. Good evening, everybody. How you feeling, bro? I'm good, man. You look good. good. I hadn't seen you in a couple of weeks, but you look good. Yeah, been 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 just about a well, probably about a month now. Y'all were down here. Yeah, that was a good that was a good time. It was a good time. It was uh yeah. I'm sure we'll get into some of that debacle of what uh, of what a week at the Champions House with Magine and myself. Uh, you know, really <laughs> comes down to. I'm sure we won't get through the show without having some story time there. Um, but, uh, but yeah, a lot of fun, man. Uh, uh, what, I mean, what's, what's going on? Like what's new in life right now? You guys just got through Halloween. I know oh, that I saw yeah. you were dressed up as Olaf and then an eighties rocker. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, I like the costume changes, bro. Yeah. My wife keeps me on my toes when it comes to stuff like that. She, uh, we had our, our neighbors, two houses down, they have a big Halloween party and every year. And so she dressed up as, uh, Elsa this year and had me dress up as Olaf. So uh, we couldn't find, quite find an Olaf costume to fit me. So uh, uh, the one we did find, I ended up taking a pair of scissors to it, and I gutted him. I cut the head <laughs> off of it, cut the arms off of it, and we uh, 
we she she got on the got did a little bit of sewing and uh, we made it we made it work we made it. Happen. I mean, with nothing but respect, you're a giant snowman. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. A, I, don't... I think somebody made that comment. So that's a big ass snowman. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of snow in Savannah. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> it was it was a good time. And then this past weekend, uh, one of her best friends here um, lived down the street from us. It was her 40th birthday, so. We all went downtown Savannah, and it was uh, 80s night. So uh, she had me in a uh, D. Snyder bleached out blonde wig, uh, sunglasses, leather gloves on. So it's yeah, getting back to the back to the bar days for you, right? I mean, yeah, I, I never had that kind of do though. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a lot of hair. I was hot. <laughs> that was a lot of hair. That was a lot of hair. Yeah, but it was a good time, man. We had fun, you know. She, uh, um, Kelly, her friend, she had a great time. It was uh, her husband Troy went all out, so it was a good time. We had a lot of fun. You got to do that every now and then, get out, stretch your legs, and. Um, but I've been, yeah, I've been traveling, man. I've been all over. I, I, I literally like a, a week, a little, well, two weeks ago now, I was down in, down in Florida filming with Gamagatsu um, for uh, um, uh, Fishing University with um with uh charlie ingram and ray brazier uh saw wow. down with those guys on, serious yeah. name drops there yeah those got 33 years they've been on tv man 33 years that's incredible so, to do anything yeah. like i'm i'm lucky to get the 33 episodes i'm 46 years old and i mean as a kid i remember watching their tv show i mean that's how long ago i mean so i've watched these guys my whole life you know and having a chance to to go down and fish with those guys was pretty amazing uh, that episode's going to air. It'll be on the Outdoor Channel, World Fishing Network, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, um, you know, it'd be airing for 2020. So uh, it's a good. Uh, it's a good opportunity to go down there and talk about you know Gamagatsu hooks and and uh, you know film a show with those guys on the St. Johns River. That was awesome. Yeah, good That's time. phenomenal. That's some that yeah. you know what and what you know what good company to be in. You know what I mean? You know to kind of be getting to rub elbows with those guys and like you said, you know to to kind of you know, step on a boat and, you know, and tie, you know, tie a hook next to yeah. guys that, you know, you've watched since you were a kid. Yeah. It, it was a good time, man. We made a good, good, it'll be a good show. It'll be a good episode. It'll show off that body of water really well. And, and, uh, and, you know, the main thing was to show off, you know, uh, how important it is to have good hooks and, you know, Gamagatsu. I mean, I mean, come on now. Yeah. This is about as good as it gets right there. So I mean, it, uh, it is as good as it gets. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, be, be excited to see the episode when it comes out next year. Um, Sweet. Yeah. I think it airs in all 50 countries and then like, like, like 50 something, uh, 50, 50, all 50 states and 50 something countries. It's uh, like their shows, like it's pretty impressive. Their, their numbers. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time, man. I, I like to see, you know, see how they put that, that shoot together. And we got to go speak at a high school as well. That's part of their show, you know, is yeah, yeah. Uh, teaching, you know, our youth and letting them know that there's opportunities in the outdoor industry. Um, and, you know, at that school, we just kind of shared our story on how, you know, we evolved from, you know, um, it just being not just a hobby, you know, to a part of, part of a way of life. And, you know, there's, you know, out the outdoor industry and the people that's in it, you know, are good people, good, wholesome people. Absolutely. And, um, and, um, I know it's fishing university. They have a, uh, they actually have a scholarship program, um, that they give away. And it's, uh, it's really cool. It pulls in the kids on how they, uh, uh, promote through social media and they, they give them a kind of a platform to, 
you know, uh, put pictures up there and, and tag them and it's, um, just get them involved in it and let them know that there's, you know, there's, there's scholarships out there, uh, you know, that are available for these kids, uh, that, you know, want to be in the outdoor industry. And the cool thing about me is, you know, I was able to share, you know, my path, which, you know, it started out in the bass boat world yeah, and then it, you know, um, I, I had to step away from fishing for a while and we've kind of touched base on that before. Yeah. We won't get into all that, but, um, and then how I kind of, you know, um, have made my way back into the industry. And now it's, you know, I, I mean, I do this, I mean, it's, it's every day. It's part of my life every single day, you know, working with sponsors and, and, you know, doing content, me and you, we've had a chance to shoot some stuff and, yep. you know, and you're, you're involved in it. It's, it's, a, it's every day, yeah, every day. It's, Absolutely. When, you know, this is what I signed up for. And, you know, when you start t- telling these kids, the, the youth that, you know, you don't have to have a $50,000 bass boat. Uh, you know, you can literally go work one job, one summer job and go buy a kayak and get out on the water. And these opportunities are there, you know, and um, well, so not only, real- not only that, I feel like the opportunities for the youth and, 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 and we've had some conversation about this before because Gene and I work, do a lot with that in that area as well. Fluke Master, if you guys, if you guys aren't getting get my reference with Gene Jensen. And anyway, talking about, you know, the, 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 the technology advancement that these young kids get, you know, I've got to see, you know, both of your kids and my kids and how they operate, you know, their cameras, their phones, you know, their iPads, you know, their, their mobile devices, stuff like that, you know, you can really get out and, you know, and, and, and get some phenomenal content with, yeah. with what you already have. These kids have got to step up on a lot of guys, you know, that are, you know, getting my age and up in your age and, you know, definitely up in the jeans age for sure. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it, Kids now, you know, and I say kids, I mean, our youth now, they have so many opportunities in front of them uh, that, you know, when I was growing up, wasn't there. There wasn't a such thing as high school fishing teams, college fishing teams, yep. you know, and, and I, I mean, we can go back to just, I, I mean, I'll, I'll name drop everybody. We're talking little Charlie and Ray and, yep. you know, I mean, just, uh, I mean, hell, you can talk, I mean, uh, Gerald Swindle, you know, yep. Edwin Evers, all those guys, there was no, there was no, plat, no. no, there was no blueprint on how to, how to get there. But then and, you take um, guys, you know, that did go through the car. You know, take a guy like Jordan Lee. You know, now granted, he's a different beast, and he's been on the show before. He was a, he was a guest a while back. But you take a guy like him, and having that ability and that exposure, and then putting in that time, we're seeing that at that athletic development at younger ages. You know, guys, you know, you know, kids coming into things your children's age to where yeah. you know they're being groomed for whether it's you know they're they're in skateboarding or baseball or football or you know what I mean, or whatever, fishing, whatever the scenario be, where they're they're getting in that time with their parents so much further down the road than they do when, when we were there. You know, you growing up, I'm, you know, you were probably played, you know, multiple sports, different. Oh, yeah, played yeah. everything. And, and, I, and I feel like the kids aren't necessarily, and which is perfectly fine, like I, I'm not trying to judge anybody's parenting, but, but the kids are getting the opportunities now that when, when, you fight, when the kids tie into something that they like, a lot of times you can do it year-round depending on where you're at in the country now. Yeah, you know, and and just like us, you know, like kayak fishing, you know, it's it's still a it's still young. It's still, we're still a baby, you know. It's just you know within the last five years, six years, it's really like exploded, and um, you know, I've been very fortunate to be in it from the beginning. And you know what I, what we're building now, you know, I'm 46 years old now. I plan on fishing until the day they put me, you know, six feet under. But, you know, being able to fish at a competitive level and stay on top of that level 
you know, it gets harder with age. So yeah. what, what we're building now, I'm building this for my kids. I'm building this for your kids. Uh, and just like you're building it. I mean, there all, there's a lot of guys out there that's going to put their heart and soul into this. And, um, and it's, it's for, it's for the up and comers. It's for our youth. Um, you know, do I make a little bit of money at this? Absolutely. You know, but I work, you work provide hard for, for it. That's right. Yep. That's right. And, uh, um, but it's, you know, we're really building it, you know, for the, for the next generation. And then the generation after that, I'd love one day to see my kids, your kids and, you know, uh, Clint Anderson's kids, you know, Matt Ball's kids, you yep. know, uh, my buddy Jay Wallen, hopefully he's going to have some here now. Now, he's, now, he's now you know, it's funny you so, even mentioned that. Well, let's, let, but before we go there, yeah, I'll, I, you just save that question. Oh uh, but, man. Uh, but uh no just i mean that's what we're building this for we're building this for you yep. know the next generation and um we're laying the groundwork you know there is a um just like you mentioned jordan lee you know you know the all those guys before him there's a blueprint now that you Absolutely. can you can travel and get through up through high school college ranks and make it into the the pros we're doing the same thing here there's a blueprint being laid down now uh for how you can be successful in this and it does not come easy and it does not come overnight. It's a lot of work that it's a never ending process. I don't think there's a better terminology to put that for you. Take guys like yourself, guys like Jay, guys like Clint, Jim Ware, you know what I mean? You know, Michael Mooney, you know what I mean? You know, some of you guys that are, that have, that are laying out that blueprint for, you know, even, and I don't know that I'm really in that next generation, but I, I don't have near the years that you do but we're seeing that there's an opportunity here and that you can get in and do that so much to the point to where 15 years ago, where we're seeing high school teams start putting together bass boat trails. We're now starting to see right here in Georgia, um, you know, some, some, some high school teams starting to put together tournament, uh, kayak, uh, That's right. uh, teams and opportunities, you know, uh, over, over just over the line there in Alabama with Tim Perkins and some of the high schools that, 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 that are around him in those areas, those schools are now starting to kind of put these plastic boats into play. Um, you know, and you can just, you can do it so much cheaper, so much easier. The insurance, you know, keep, you know, a boat captain, you know, a lot of these high school teams around here find it very hard to find a guy that's going to be willing to take a $70,000 Skeeter and his Saturday and go spend all day with some of the, with some of these youth. I mean, there's some great guys that do it and, and, and more power to those captains that get out there and do it. A good buddy of mine here locally, John Cox did it with his daughter for a long, long time, all four years of her high school career. Um, but it's, it's hard to do that. And you can now do that with some of these different guys and you can have one or two guys out in, in kayaks. So whether they're doing it here, I can't speak for the rest of the country with, you know, with six or eight and they find, you know, what kind of, you know, fire team, so to speak that they can, you know, that, you know, what their range of command is where they could get, you know, four or five different kids out and be able to kind of, you know, maintain and keep eyes on those guys the right way. So right. we're, we're good. And I was going to say, and that that's what we need. That's what the sport needs because, you know, everybody that's in it right now, we're in it deep. Um, but you've got these, the up-and-comers, they, they need to understand it, uh, the process and the tournaments and how it all works. And, and having these, uh, these little high school teams come up um uh in kayaks it's it's great like you said you know you can you can have you can put four four or five you know uh uh young people boys girls whatever in their own boats and just kind of be there to monitor them and help them you know throughout it i mean they already know how to fish yeah it's just just to be there in case you know they needed help or had questions and um 
hopefully, you know, um, there's you'll see more of that stuff coming up, more opportunities for 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 our youth to have have their terms. I know, you know, uh, Chad um, KBF has done you know some youth events. Um, I know Hobie's done some youth events. You know, running running with their yep. uh, tournaments. Um, um, one thing that we did talk about, you know, because uh, you no, know, I'm with Spro and Gamagatsu. Uh, we had a Spro Frog only tournament on Gunnersville. Uh, it was in August this, this year, this, this past this, this yeah, past year. and it was great. We had, I think, we had 49 anglers, almost broke the 50 mark. You know, and for for that time of the year, I think it was really good. Um, pretty sure, you know, don't hold my feet to the fire just yet, but I'm pretty sure we're going to have a youth side to this tournament oh, for next man. year. So, you know, it, it, that that's the perfect event to have kids come in and fish because it's a frog only tournament. You're not out on the main channel, you know, nope. you're in grass mats, you're kind of away from the boat traffic. And a lot of times you're just going to pull up in a mat, you're going to anchor down and you might fish that mat for 30 minutes and not move. So it's going to be a great chance for kids to get involved. And that's the, that's what I'm really pushing. We've already discussed it. I'm, I'm almost, I'd say 99%, you know, that will happen. We'll have a youth division. for Not only that, but talking about 2020 for getting kids involved with fishing and getting kids to be for that, for, for, I know for my kid and my oldest is only seven, but getting him out and letting him frog fish where he can see that bait all the way back uh-huh. through, he gets excited about seeing that blow up, that blow up. You know what I mean? You know, he understands so much more what he can see at that age on top of, you know, on top of the grass, on top of the pads, rather than showing him, you know, how to, you know, how to run a Texas rig or how to run a spinner bait and understanding, you know, yo-yoing it off of the bottom and techniques and stuff like that. I mean, he's getting there, but those are techniques that I barely understand, much less teaching my seven-year-old. So, um, but you know, a lot of opportunity there in frog fishing, what an exciting, you know, opportunity there to, to fish with, you know, to fish and, and to be able to do that. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I would definitely love to see Spro be doing some of that. Um, uh, David Sosa is in the house, Lewis Anderson, uh, big strains outdoors. I think that's a Tennessee company, right? Are those guys up there around, uh, your old stomping grounds up there? Yeah. I see a lot of Tennessee boys. There. Yeah. A lot of Tennessee guys are kicking in because we got the, we got the champion here. Uh, Mr. Ron champion, uh, having some conversation, lots of guys coming in. You guys drop some comments, weigh in on some different topics. I want to talk a little bit real quick. Let's kind of handle a little bit of business here. Uh, this weekend is the Veterans Day Online Regional Challenge Series that KBF is hosting. You guys can go to tourneyx.com and load up and find all those different things. I'll drop links in below for those that are watching live. If you're listening in on the podcast, uh, then you'll have to catch back up and and and, and pretty much see uh, see who won these th- who won these things. Um, but it's another opportunity. If uh, I know that KBF just recently updated uh, their NC roster, which is massive because we're going back to uh back to alabama and back to big g gunnersville lake will host the national championship for kayak bass fishing next year it's the biggest tournament of the year in the sport um you know i think we're looking at somewhere 800 to a thousand or so anglers on gunnersville as i think the numbers that are qualified for that yet and i think they're looking every region i think qualifies several more this weekend for this veterans day challenge if you haven't already qualified you get an opportunity there and then i also know that in december um, down in Florida, they're doing the Redfish Open the first weekend down around the Jacksonville area. Um, you can find this stuff all on uh, kayakfishing, kayakbassfishing.com. They're also doing the Big Bass Brawl and the KBF Open the following weekend, uh, a little bit further south in Florida. I'll be down there for both of those events along with Chad and so many other the KBF guys. Um, so still some opportunities there to get in on that. And then this weekend um, is, uh, is the TOC. Um, and now Ron, you're not, I, I'm, I'm assuming you're not traveling over that way. 
No, man, it's heartbreaking too. That's um, brutal right there. You know, man, I, I've, I've been going hard all year long. I mean, I've traveled this country. I mean, I have been everywhere. And um, if I had already qualified, of course I would be there, but I hadn't qualified. Um, I only got the, um, I mean, I had a few chances to get in, but I, I just, I didn't, didn't get in that, in that percentage, you know, to get a berth to the, uh, to the, you know, the, the main TOC, uh, they are having the shootout, which is this coming Friday. So I'm like, watch it all. And I um, saw where AJ posted, they were yeah. doing three spots originally, but they now have a fourth. Yeah. Well, tell me when you saw that go up, you didn't like, Oh, I could get in the truck. Well, it was originally two and then it opened up to three. And then this, he just made this post that it, now, I guess a guy from California um, is not going to get be able to come in. So now there's four spots. So yeah, it um, four. So I, Friday they're gonna yeah. Friday night they'll announce four new spots for this tournament of champions. Yeah, this weekend. Yep. No, the no the top. No matter where those guys place, you know, there's going to be a lot of people fish the shootout that you no know, have already that qualified are for the weekend. For the TFC. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. if they fish high, finish higher, you know, those spots will roll down. They're going to have a full field for the weekend. You know, so it's a great opportunity. And uh, I just I would love to go. You know, it's 14 hour drive for me to get there. And you we know, keep talking about. It. I might tell you to meet me in Atlanta. Let's roll. <laughs> yeah, it's just. But you no, know, what I was saying is, I just I went so hard all year long, and um, you know I've been going. I was going this past weekend. You know, you guys came down here and filmed. I've got to yep. go. Um, uh, well, I got people coming in. Got sponsors flying in here next week for a meeting. Actually, on Tuesday, and and then the next week I, I've got another deal I've got to go to. So it's you know I, I'm still real busy. You know, you know these next three months. You know. I really need these three months to get everything in line for 2020. I'm already started prepping, you know, for, you know, for next season. So, and it's right before Thanksgiving, man, I'm, I'm going to enjoy a few months off. I wish everybody the best of luck out there. I got so we're not expecting of, you to see you down in Florida uh, either then, huh? You know, that's, that, I, I won't say that, you know, that's okay. December. That's another month, you know, so okay, there's, okay. there's a possibility. I could that's always pop far from home either. That's closer. That ain't fourteen hours. Jacksonville's easy. Yeah. Your wife's in Jacksonville yeah. a lot. Jacksonville, I can be in. I can be around the airport in about an hour and forty five minutes. <laughs> you know, so waters. yeah, Jacksonville's close. You know, so and uh, but uh, I, who knows? I could pop in down there. You know, but I just I'm gonna enjoy some time off, man. I've earned it. You know, I'm gonna spend the spend the holidays with my kids. We've already started decorating for Christmas, brother. So it's. Christmas is big around my house. Christmas is big at your house. You're right. We go big. So, uh, yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just glad. I'm glad to be home. Yeah. Well, I mean, I can't, I can't skip the Christmas conversation with decorating your house. You guys, you guys, tune out for a second if you don't hear about Ron's Christmas decorations. <laughs> but I mean, y'all have already started unloading and filling the house up, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, I'm coming down. I can't wait to come see it. Yeah, it's uh, we go, we go all out. We've got one tree up. We got three more to go. And, uh, I'm going to talk to mama champion. Maybe we can film like a cribs version. Like we roll <laughs> up and y'all walk through the house and you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, you know, my wife, you know, she's a DM for Cracker Barrel and she Correct. sells, she's got 13 stores and she sells all the cool stuff that they, that they sell. And she's over the retail side. So my house looks like Cracker Barrel threw up in it. <laughs> So, so it looks awesome at Christmas time. <laughs> it does. We went to a Christmas store. We went out to dinner in Savannah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah we went to oh, Christmas store. That. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that. Yeah. I got. I think I, 
I think I, I got a picture of you in a hat somewhere that should probably go public oh, by now. Man. I would like yeah. that hat. If it wasn't eighty dollars, I would have bought it that night. <laughs> it was awesome. We should have we could have filmed with that the next day all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. remember like who the hell is that guy? Don't well, be I surprised mean, if I don't show up at a tournament next year with that hat on. I'm if you don't let me know, I'll we'll Dude, start a GoFundMe and we'll I get mean, you this hat. It was like this tall. I could put sponsors all around it, man. Didn't the big I could it'd be I get some more love. Pro feather like right yeah. out of the side of it. Oh man. Yeah. That'd be yeah. killer. That'd be yeah. utterly killer. Utterly killer. Well, guys, real quick, if you guys are just tuning in to the weigh-in, welcome in. I'm your host, Scott Butcher. Uh, we are presented by uh, Fish USA. And I want to give you guys a quick shout-out real quick. Fish USA has got a phenomenal flash sale that they're doing. If you guys are watching live, I'm going to throw this graphic up on the screen real quick. Um, but uh, Z-Man, if you guys throw a, uh, a Ned rig, uh, the old Ned, the Finesse TRD, and any of their shroom heads, uh, tonight only until 11 p.m. Eastern time. I believe that's what, uh, that's, that's the notes that I got. Uh, they have got these online at Fish USA are buy one, get one free. So you go in and you add, uh, either you can get, you can just get a, a set where it's the, it's the, it's the, the Ned, the baits themselves, the Elastic plastic, or you can get the, the, the Ned lock, uh, heads. You can get two of these, two of these. You can get multiple six and six. However it is that you want to do it, it's a great opportunity to stock up. It's basically half price, guys, on everything. Buy, go in and buy one, get one free. Stock up on all your Ned rigs. I know a lot of guys throw these throw these kind of baits all across the town, all across town. Uh, y'all all know my boy Brad Cody. This is his go-to. He's a Ned head. Um, even even probably wears the hat. But FishUSA.com tonight. They've got uh, they've got all of that running right now. That's live. You guys can go there. And throw those in your cart, and they're pretty much like I said, everything is buy one get one free. If you guys have got any more interest in any of that, y'all can go to fishusa.com and sign up for their emails. They send out some phenomenal blasts. They do some really good stuff. I think it was last week I saw uh, an email come across where they did the rock crawlers from Spro, which I think I have one somewhere. I don't think I have it on the desk, but uh, they did the rock crawlers from Spro's where buy one get one, and they do these little flash sales. Yes, it's some email that hits your folder. Some people call it junk mail, but I tell you what, when it's opportunities, I, I'll, I'll, I'll hit a delete button when there's an opportunity to get half price, uh, on some baits that I do want later on down the road. So just got to stay patient and it's another email coming to your folder, but man, when it's half price baits, it's totally worth it. Once again, that check, check that out at fishusa.com. Now, Ron, we're, we're having some conversation talking about the national championship, talking about Gunnersville, and you can't really talk about Gunnersville without talking about frog fishing. And you are quite the master at the frog fishing right I mean, i've done pretty good with it you know i've uh there's a there's a there's a few trophies in here that was one on frogs right and so, now you're probably a spro guy yeah yeah and, very very blessed to be with those guys and so i've asked uh for, to do something that 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 a we've never done here on the way in and i don't know that i've ever seen you do this anywhere i i've i've requested for you to walk us through an unboxing of a spro and walk us through how you set it up, how you take that bait for Ron Champion from a box. Bam, Spro Frogs. I got them everywhere. Yep. So, right? So, how you take a frog in an unboxing and show us how you take it from the package to where you're ready to go fish it. So, um, yeah, I'll just, I'll get right into it. I mean, I, I went out and just pulled one of my frog boxes out there. One of his frog boxes. Y'all heard that, right? If you guys are, if you guys are tuning in on the podcast, there's a frog. He just opened the case. There's another frog mm. box. This is some of the new stuff. This is in one of the Gamagatsu, one of the new G boxes. Look at that box. These, yeah, these Wait boxes. Wait a minute now. Are... We got to show that off a little bit. Look at yeah. that. If you guys are tuning yeah. in on the podcast, 
I'm sorry. That box looks clean. Look at that. Yeah, it's a really nice box. It's you can see how deep it is. Um, the good and thing it's about latch? so the good thing if you look in here, you see all these grooves. Yeah, you can put you can put these in anywhere you want. Oh. You know, so like you can make them wide, you can make them small. So you can, I mean, you can literally make this whole side right here just one big open area. So, yeah, these G-boxes are awesome, you know, for frogs and stuff. They're, they are not waterproof. They don't have a rubberized seal no, on them. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, but it is an awesome box, easy to and lay out. see that right? It's a one latch, Ron? Yeah, one latch. It's a big, long latch all the way across oh, the front. Oh, yeah. And then you just lock it, lock it down, and you're good to go. Just one latch. Well, this wasn't a box ad, but I really like that a lot. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, and they make them in all kinds of different sizes. And I'm working with those guys right now. I've actually got some prototype boxes down here that we're working on for Spro. Um, so if you guys oh, have oh, never oh, gotten the opportunity to go to Ron's house, if he ever gives you the invite, go because it's like it's like walking into Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, I got a lot of tackle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's an understatement. It's like my office is packed with stuff right now, but you know, it's, you know, it's stuff I use, you know, I, I'm hard on my gear. I, I go through it and, you know, stuff gets used, it gets wore out. And then I always end up giving stuff away and do, you know, tackle packs for kids. I send stuff out all the time, you know, so, you know, we go through it, you know, it's, uh, but no, I, so we'll, we'll talk frogs for a minute. Um, so, you know, Spro makes, you know, several different style frogs. You know, I'm, I'm really, you know, I really like the popping frog. Um, and this is the 60, uh, this is the bronze eye 60. Um, they've also got the 50, uh, which is, you know, it's a, it's a quarter ounce bait. Um, I, but I really like the, the profile of this, of this 60. Um, and I'll just kind of show you you know, you know, how slim profile, um, you know, it, it's about, it's probably about, you know, two and a half inch body length, but it's really, really slim. And that's what I like about this. Slide over a little bit, Ron, on your get it center there. Nope. By the way, there you go right there. Yeah. And so it's, it's just got a really slim body. I like the way that this, the popping frog comes through the water. Um, now, but if you look at, you know, if you look at the mouth, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's built like a pop R. Um, I can, you can slow this bait down a, a whole lot. Um, so I really like it when I'm fishing around sparse vegetation. Um, just because I can, you know, if I want to, if I get in a little gap, you know, a little pocket, uh, I can kind of stop it and literally work this frog and keep it in that pocket for, you know, uh, for multiple, you know, pops and movements and make it walk. Uh, keep it in the strike zone longer. Um, when you start fishing a frog, you know, that's got, you know, just more of your cone shaped nose, you know, you're, you're going to, this, this is going to come through, you know, thick stuff a lot easier. Um, you know, so you no, know, these, each frog has its own purpose and, you know, and then if you really want to go out and you want to target some fish, then you go get king, the king daddy. That's a um, big daddy. yeah, this one right here, it's a one ounce, it's a 90, it's a, that's a hoss. Um, that but, looks big even in Ron's hand and Ron's a big know, man. But the thing is, man, like, I mean, you can, t a, a two pound bass will we'll eat hit this that. thing yep. and will swallow it completely in his mouth. I mean, these fish, you know, yes, it looks like it's a big bait, but I promise you it's not a big bait. Especially you start talking about a four or five, six pound bass, man, that, they, that thing could be three times that size and they would swallow it. You know, so, you know, don't let that, don't let the site, that big size, you know, fool you. If anything, you know, if I'm fishing a tournament and I've, I've got, 
you know, I've got my limit and I'm starting to look for some bigger fish, I'll, that's when I'll pull that one out, you know, because, you know, that one will deter, you know, like, you know, your pound and a half, two pounders mainly, um, but that big one, you know. So if, you, fish, if you're culling up, it's safe to say you're switching out. If you yeah, if you got your yeah. limit, you start culling up, you're moving to a bigger bait. Yeah, I will. I mean, you know, bigger, big, big fat fish, they're lazy, man. They don't, they're, if they're going to exert the energy, they're not going to, you're not going to, you're not going to catch a 10 pounder out in the middle of the lake chasing shad in the, in the jump somewhere. Uh, could it happen? Yeah, but it's, that's not where those fish live. Those big fat ones, man, they're waiting on one big meal. They'd rather eat one meal as they eat 10 small meals. Uh, so that big, that big frog, yeah, I pull that one out. If I'm looking for just a big fish, you know, and I know I'm in an area, you know, where big fish live, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to throw that, I'm going to throw it bigger. But, I, I've caught 10 pounders on this fish. I mean, yeah. on this frog, this little 60. I mean, so heck I, on this 50, I've caught, I've caught seven, eight pounders on this little 50. This is a great size for ponds and stuff. But so once I take one of these frogs, you know, out of the package, the first thing you'll notice, you know, these, the, right, the, I mean, you can fish them straight out of the package. They'll work. I promise you. But the one thing to keep in mind you know, and, and this kind of works with all, all different brands of frogs, but especially on Spro, because that's what I'm talking about right now. Certain colors of, of frogs are going to be softer. Uh, and and why, why they're softer, it's the, it's the same type, type style plastic, but when you start talking about frogs, it's got a, a real thick, heavy co coloring on them. Like, you know, say this, you know, this brown frog, this and, and it's got all the black and the yellow. This, the material for some reason it, it's tougher it's harder it doesn't compress as much this one right here see how much lighter in color it is this this frog i mean it's super super soft um i like real natural colors so these two colors are, are two of my most popular ones that i like to throw especially this brown one but the body's a little bit tough what i like to do is i bend my hooks out i bend my hooks out really really far uh, especially if the vegetation is sparse. So here's one that I've already been out and see if you oh, can wow. see. Yeah, you can totally see that, guys. You can see how Show far Show us the one out of the box side by side. So, can you do that? So you can Come see over. the difference. Come back a little bit. Back to you, Ron. There you go. So you can wow. see the difference in how much those hooks are bent bent out. And now, but like if you, like this one straight out of the package, what's going to happen, you know, if you just fish it just like this, you know, you you really gotta you know you gotta let a fish take a, take a frog. Um, uh, it, it'll surprise you how long a fish will blow up on a frog. People set the hook way too fast on for, when they're. I, say, I make myself. I do the now. I'm I'm a, I'm a novice. I don't consider myself to be an angler. And you guys all know that I'm a fan first. But I still still to this day I do, I do a Mississippi count when I'm frog fishing. Yeah. I make myself do it. It, it, I've done it for so much. I tell you, if you want to make yourself a better frog fisherman, go out at nighttime and fish a frog because you absolutely cannot set a, set the hook on a frog fish at nighttime unless you feel that fish pulling. Um, because they miss it 50% of the time, they miss it. Uh, I've had them suck it down and not fill them and they'll be fishing real thick grass and literally, you know, 30, 40 seconds later, and then I finally feel a little bit of a tug bus because I was afraid to move it because I thought he might have it, you know, and then they end up catching a five or six pounder. 
you know, so these fish will hold on to a frog. So you got to give them time to, to hold on to it and, you know, give it down in their crushers. Because that's once they, I've got a pet bass in a tank in here. And I, we feed this, we feed this bass, you know, uh, goldfish. And it's awesome to watch that fish. He'll grab a goldfish and he'll move that fish around in his mouth until he gets it the way he wants it before he actually swallows it down. So, you know, give you, give fish time to, to, to get, you know, that bait down in them. But again, even right straight out of the package, you can set the hook on a fish with these hooks real close to the body like this. And you still, a lot of times you're not going to get a good hook set. Um, that's the reason I really bend my hooks out a lot. You know, I, I want to be able to take my finger and run down the side of that body and hang my finger in that hook every single time. Every single time. Now, um, now, question here: how, how often does does that affect you in the cover that you're fishing? I would rather get hung up a little bit and know that I'm going to get a good hook set on the fish, as to you know have a fish blow up and miss it because you know I didn't bend these hooks out. Um, and I fish this stuff in really, really thick, you know, thick vegetation. Um, I mean, this frog still got a, probably Gunnersville grass on it right now. It's got some moss on it, it and it, but I throw it in the thick in the pads and stuff. Barry, so, Barry Davis brings up a good question here. I'm just gonna throw it up there real quick. Sure. Uh, it says, uh, and I throw it up on the screen. Barry shouts out. And he says, "Do you ever use a trailer hook?" I don't. Um, I, I've never used a trailer hook on a frog. Um, probably won't ever. Um, I just uh, I don't think you need it. Um, now, if you're fishing no real open water, uh, sure. I mean, I mean, if it, if it makes you feel com- whatever makes you feel comfortable, you know. Uh, just me personally, I've never, I've never used one. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, if you bend the hooks out even just a little bit, you know, from what they come from standard, your hookup ratio will go through the roof. Now, show us um, that one more time, Ron. Show us where that kind of where you like to talk about where you just wanted to come down, you slide your finger down the side of the body, and yeah. you just want to have that touch in, right? Yeah. So you you can see yeah, how right far these hooks out. And when I rub my finger down, I want to my finger should grab that hook every single time on both sides. Got it. And 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 I've I've got a couple, man. I've got some in here that's even bent out more than that. Uh, I've got some that I've, been, I've bent upwards before. Let's see. They might be in a, I've got another box of frogs out. Now, not, now frogs, novice but, question here. I have to ask for the beginner, somebody who doesn't fish a lot of frogs. Right, now, when you're bending that, are you bending that from the bottom and working your way so, out? So I'm going to show you how to bend, bend, okay. bend the hooks, how I bend them in just a second. Uh, I just wanted to show you the difference between, you know, one being bent out and one not. So I'll take this. Uh, matter of fact, I'm just, I'll do one brand new right out of the package. That way you guys can All see. Right, while, you, while you open that up, uh, Mel, uh, I'll read this question off here. Mel Isaacs talks about how do you keep from instinct, instinctively jerking when they grab it? I count as well the way that I just referenced. Um, but she says I jerk when I see a strike. Mel, for me, uh, that's something, you know, I, I get to spend a lot of time and fish a lot with Gene, the fluke master. And one of the things that, you know, that he's, you know, that he's programmed into my brain is I see that blow up and I make myself, it's second nature. Now, I don't even know if I'll ever be able to get out of going one Mississippi to Mississippi when I'm throwing a frog now, like it's just second nature for me, Ron, do you do something different there? I wait till I feel them. Okay. I wait till I feel them. I mean, like, if you've ever catfished or you know went out and throwing a doe ball, carp fishing or something, you know, you wait, you you feel that fish, you know, kind of pulling down, and then you can set into it. The, I do the same thing when I even, any kind of topwater fishing. 
Uh, I'll wait till I feel that fish. Uh, if I'm doing a walking bait, you know, if that fish blows up, you know, I'll wait till I, because that fish, it's not going to spit that bait out immediately. On top water, it's trying to kill it, you know. So I'll wait till that fish takes it, I feel it. And then I said, look, I got some great videos. Uh, I got a, I got one on my YouTube channel. Uh, got It's called Swim Baits and Frog Fishing. Um, anybody that wants to go to my YouTube channel, it's Ron Champion uh, on YouTube. And there's a, those links, guys. There's a video on there. I filmed it out at Fort Stewart at military base. You know, throwing a swim bait. Uh, swim bait is kind of the same way. You got to let that bait load. You can't, you know, they'll, they'll hit it and they're, you know, they're swapping at it. You might get two or three hitting it. But you got to wait till you fill them and load up and then you set the hook. Frog fishing is the exact same way. And that's why I wanted to shoot those, that video in the same deal. Um, at the end of that video, um, um, I don't know you, if you, can you play that? You uh, I can't, can. I, well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. no, I won't, I, I won't play that in here. There's just, yeah. There's yeah, a yeah. little clip there toward the end of the video. And I talk about frog fishing and when I throw a frog and why I bend the hooks out. I'm going uh, dro- to drop that link in the comments right now. Yeah. There's a gr- there's a gr- that's a, it's really is a good video. It shows you, uh, shows how I do it. I catch a couple fish on a frog. Um, and I, I talk about colors and why I like to use certain colors, but, um, but yeah, just wait till you feel it. I wait till I feel, to answer the question. I wait till I feel that fish, you know, that line gets tight. You know, if you're fishing a jig or texture, a lot of times you pull it, you feel that bite and you know, you load up and then you set the hook. Same thing with a frog fish. And yes, it's hard. That fish blew up on it, but I promise you, if you'll give that fish a second to get that bait down inside his mouth. Your, your hookup ratio is going to go through the roof. Now, now, now um, walk us through a minute how you bend out those hooks, and now I yeah. want to talk about your rod setup, and then and then we got to roll into the next segment here. So, so I'm I'm taking this bait right out of the package. Boom! Look here, uh, roll out of the package. This is straight up. The good thing about this one is the legs on this one right out of the package is pretty good. I like my legs to be about the same length as the body of the frog. So if I take those legs and I fold those legs up. You can see they're pretty much about the same length of the other frog. I like that. Some of the frogs, you'll get these really, really long legs. Um, I like to trim them down. You get the shorter they are, you know, you'll get a really good walking movement. Uh, if they're really long, the bait kind of wants to drag a little bit. Sometimes that works, you know, but me preferably, I like to trim them a little bit. But if y'all, if you can see that frog and you can see how those uh, hooks are really, really close to the body, I can run my finger yeah. down it really fast and i'm not even like getting you know it's not sticking me yeah uh, so i need those i need that out so what i do so let me get in here good i take my these pliers man these are new pliers by spro by the way uh they are awesome yeah spro's got all kind of new stuff man, man this, spro yeah. I, I said spro i'm coming pliers, to talk to you spro. i said i'm coming to talk to you next week sid yeah these are <laughs> these are awesome new 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 pliers <laughs> Got a cutter on them. Got the crimp tools. You Guys, know, y'all haven't noticed yet. Ron's, Ron's like Batman. He's got all the new toys. Oh yeah, they. I'm lucky, man. They sent me send me some new stuff uh, every time it comes out. So so anyway, I just take my pliers and I go right in between where the hook gets real close to the body, yep. just like this. All and right. you don't want to like get on the point of the frog. You just want to kind of get on the back side of that hook where it makes that bend. And I take and I bend. I put my other hand over here and hold the other side of the hook, and I just open it up. And it's going to be a little bit more difficult to show it on camera the way I yeah, got to yeah, bend we're it. Watching. We see what you're doing here. And if you guys are but, tuning in on the podcast, make sure y'all come back over to uh, kayakbassfishing.com forward slash the weigh-in so y'all can watch the video content here. 
Uh, my apologies here for the podcast version of this, but uh, what he's essentially doing, he's taking these set of pliers, and he's grabbing the bottom of that hook, and he's bringing it out. If you've seen a frog and you're listening to this podcast, you've obviously done some frog fishing or getting into it, but he's bringing that frog out just enough to where it just comes off the body of the spro frog yeah. itself, so that way when he slides his finger down the side, he's getting just a little bit of feel there on the tip of that hook. Look and at that. So you can see it takes just a little bit of a bend, and see if I can, y'all can see that really good there. Can you see that? Yeah, no, stuff? yeah, you see it really, okay. really well. I was looking, so Lewis now, Anderson just said, I need a link to those pliers. <laughs> so now I can run my finger right down and it just, it grabs that thing, grabs my finger on both sides. And you can still see, like, if you look at it from the backside, it's still running just on the edge. It's in the same spot. I just, I, all I've done is I, I've opened that gap up. I've pulled it away from the frog. Now, one thing, the other thing that I will do on occasion really depends on if I'm fishing open water and I fished a frog in open water a lot. I'll throw it around, you know, around docks, around, you know, trees standing up out of the water. If I know if I'm not fishing in a lot of pads, I've got another box that's got all the hooks are like crazy bent. I will sometimes open this hook up and bend this hook to where it's coming up at an angle. Um, to where I can run my finger across the top and I can, and even feel it. Um, it just really depends. You get, you, to do it like that, you've got to really be fishing open water because you're going to hang up. You're going to hang up more. And when I say hang up, you can work this thing through the pads and all you might, you might do is, is, you know, hang a stem, you know, on a lily pad or on the grass. But the worst thing to do, if you do hang up a frog, is sit there and yank it like this right here. You don't want to yank that. Just reel your line straight down to where your rod is pointing straight at the frog and then pull your whole rod and your the frog straight towards you. And a lot of times it'll pull right out and it'll only go that just about that far. And now you can keep working that frog. If you're keeping if you're yanking it, you know, you're disturbing everything, you're gonna spook everything out. But if you reel and point your rod straight at that frog and then pull your pull everything straight towards you, a lot of times it'll pull right out of that stuff and you can keep fishing it. That's but, uh, un, that's phenomenal advice. If you guys are just tuning in, welcome to the weigh in. We're on with Mr. Ron Champion talking a little bit about frogs this evening. Uh, uh, if you guys are just tuning in, make sure you go in and drop in a comment. Let us know where you're watching from. Go in and smash that share button. Let everybody know that uh, they're getting a getting a lesson here tonight from uh, from Mr. Ron about these spro and these frogs and how he fishes these things. He's known as a spro guy. Obviously, he works real. He works very closely with them. Um, you know, I would say, you know, out of the industry, you know, guys like yourself and, and Brad Case, you know, you guys are kind of known as being, you know, the, you know, some of those pro guys and those guys who just seem to dominate. We got into this conversation because of the uh, national championship next next year taking place over on Gunnersville. Now, Ron, get, I want to talk a little bit about your setup. I know that you're very specific and you actually are working with your your actual rod manufacturer. Yeah. But I mean, but walk us through your rod and, and what that is and then also what we should be looking for. At, 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 give me two kind of price points, if you don't mind, you know, on what kind of rods we should be looking at for a frog setup. So, um, I mean, frog rods, to, for, for me, Correct. you know, completely, it's a, it's a completely different setup fishing from a bass boat to fishing from a kayak. And I'm going to tell, tell you why. Um, when you're fishing out of a kayak, you're, the first thing you're doing as soon as you set the hook on a fish is you're losing leverage on that fish because your boat is moving toward that fish immediately. I don't care if, it, if it's a two-pound fish. Your boat is automatically moving toward that fish. If you're in a bass boat, you set the hook on a frog, you're, that boat ain't moving, man. 
you know, you're going, you're jarring that fish and you're going to get really deep hook penetration. I've worked um, for the past year with iRod uh, to develop a new frog rod specifically for, you know, my style of fishing. Um, this rod, we had the prototypes. We, I've, I've got, I've got them. Uh, it's the new rod is in production now to be out pretty soon. And, and am I trying do I want you to buy one of these rods? Absolutely. I do. Cause I, I think it's, I, 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 man, we, I know how hard we worked on this rod. I've got um, to see you with one and it is incredible. I, I've showed it to a few people. Uh, I, I had it down there with Charlie and Ray at fishing university and Ray was casting and I took my frog rod and I casted a whole spool of, uh, sunline braid off of it i can't i mean there wasn't a bit left on there and he's like he's like you can cast that thing a long way i says because this rod and that's how i designed it i wanted to be able to get the rod to load right to get long cast but the way that the backbone is and where that the bend in the rod it's got a fast tip it's a very unique rod uh when we finished with it you know matt newman the owner i rod uh he told me he's like ron he said we don't have any we don't have a rod like this this is it's unique and um, it's it's pretty awesome, man. I think everybody's going to really like it once they now, get it in their hands. What length are you throwing that rod? What, what is, this what one is, is seven eight. Um, okay. Um, there's very few rods that are that are that length that you can roll cast. Uh, and this rod, you can roll cast it. It's very, got with that fast tip. It's it's very accurate. Um, you know, in the past, frog rods have been like kind of like broomsticks. You know, it's like. God, it's just like, I mean, you're like, yeah. you're literally fishing with a broomstick. There's no action to it. You know, to walk a bait, you need something that's got tip to it, but you need that backbone to load really fast to drive these hooks into that fish's mouth. And when you're fishing out of a kayak, you need a lot of backbone because you need to get that hook in them quick because you're losing leverage immediately. Um, so this, the, the rod that I've worked with Matt over at iRod for the past year, um, I, I truly think when guys get in their hands, they'll consider it one of the best frog rods ever made. Um, I'm, I, I'll put it up against anything. It's really you. that good. It really is. Now, but, are, um, are, are you a straight braid guy with frog fishing? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I throw, I throw rope, man. Yeah. So, um, the FX, uh, Sunline, uh, braid, a lot of people didn't even realize that, that Sunline made, uh, braid. Uh, we've got some amazing braided fishing line, but the FX braid, um, I really like the, the, you can get it in the green or you can get it in, um, it's a blue and green and that's the one that I throw. Um, the blue and green really is awesome line. You can see it really well. Um, um, that's just my preference. Um, but any, any kind of braided line you're going to, you're going to do well with, I wouldn't throw anything less than 50 pound. Um, me personally, I don't throw anything less than 60 um you know you know if you're fishing you know a frog and you're most of the time you're fishing in hard vegetation thick stuff you got it you want to get that fish out of there you know so um you know put some really heavy duty braided line you know on on your on your frog or whatever frog rod you, you know you prefer yeah. and um um the other thing that i really like is i like a really fast gear ratio on my frog uh, I like to be able to take that slack up in that line when that fish explodes on it. Um, and, um, you know, if you got a fish and, you know, if you're in some really, you know, thick stuff and you need to get him out fast, um, I like it. I don't go anything less than a, than a seven, seven, one, 
Um, uh, I'm the, my frog rod now it's, I've got an eight, eight, eight to one gear ratio, you know, so, uh, I can really, uh, I can really get that line, you know, up on that reel real fast and help pull that fish out of that stuff. And, uh, I just like it, you know, I, I like the way that, uh, I like the way that it fishes for me and, uh, you know, it just, you know, sometimes, you know, too, you know, you, you got to fish these frogs fast and aggressive, you know, uh, um, especially if you got chop on the water and stuff, but if it's, if, it, if you got real calm conditions, um, you know, I like to fish it really, really, really slow. I you mean, know, like I, pop, I, I, pop I, and just let it sit there for five, five, six, seven, ten seconds, pop, pop again, just let it sit there. Sometimes those fish got to look at it for a minute to see it, but sometimes, you know, you can't fish it fast enough. Yep. So. Well, super interesting, man. Well, I, I definitely appreciate you diving into talking with us a little bit about frogs. Um, I want to throw up, I'm going to throw up something here on the screen, uh, and kind of get a little personal here with you, Ron, because I know oh. that, uh, uh, I, I know that this is an event that you do every year and, uh, you just threw up links on Tourney X a little while ago. I just barely got beat in being the second guy to sign up. Uh, but I'm already signed up. I'm already in this event. Tell us a little bit about what this racked fishing tournament is and why this is your third year doing this ron all right man this is this this event you know it definitely is um it's something you know something i feel strong about um you know we kind of talked about christmas a minute ago you know and how big christmas is around my house and we're very i've been very blessed my family is is really big into christmas my mother and my sister i mean my sister was born on christmas day you know, so you no know, Christmas is very it's very special to us. It's my Lord Double Jesus, the presents. Uh, Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is when we celebrate His birthday, and you know, so it's uh, it means you know it means more to me than any any holiday out there. I just absolutely love it, and um, I've been blessed, you know, to to have the life I have and and get to do a lot of stuff. And a lot of people, you know, there's not a lot of people that that get to do that. There's a lot of less fortunate people out there, so. This uh, racked tournament's where we come up with the name. It's called Random Acts of Christmas Kindness. And uh, when I had this idea, I reached out to Dwayne Wally, which Dwayne's a really good friend of mine. I love him to death like a brother. And Shout I told out, him about Tony it. X. They do a phenomenal yeah. job. I told him about it, and I asked him. I said, "Would you be in, in, interested in you know you know helping me with this?" And he he he. I, I didn't even get it out of my mouth. Until he already said yes. I'm in 100. percent so, you know, this is something that me and Tony X kind of we do together. Um, and the concept behind this, uh, we wanted it to be uh, the reason the very first year we did it. I did have some gift cards and stuff that we gave away at the end of the year. But I want this tournament to be it's not about what you what you're getting. You're you're fishing for someone else in my tournament. Uh, and what I mean by that is when you pay the twenty dollars, it's only twenty dollars to join. Twenty bucks. Uh, twenty bucks. Even if you don't fish, you should join that's, this tournament. That's two cups of coffee for half of y'all. Yeah. So, and, and even if you don't fish, you should join, sign up, and just donate the twenty bucks. And the 100%. reason being is everybody that actually is out there fishing, you're fishing for someone that you do not even know, and that's the concept behind this tournament. Um, depending on how many people sign up, you know, we pay pay the field out. When you receive your winnings, that money. You have to go out and do random acts of Christmas kindness, which means you're going to take that money that you won and you're going to go and you're going to do good stuff for people that you don't know. A complete strangers. Um, in the past, um, I, I like to go to like Kroger and uh, buy people's groceries. 
uh, literally while they're checking out, yep. I literally walk up and I pay for their groceries. Um, I do fish this tournament, and I'll tell you that whole concept in a, in a minute, how we do that. Um, there's been guys that um, have went out and bought, you know, did the Toys for Tots top thing and, and bought bicycles. I know, uh, um, um, man, we've had guys that was in Walmart. Last, actually, last year I went in Walmart. And there was a, I, I, he had, I knew he was a soldier. I knew he was stationed here at Fort Stewart. Uh, it was him and his wife and his, uh, and his, uh, little, little, I think it was a little, little boy that was with him. And I could tell they were Christmas shopping. And I, I walked up right to him in the middle of Walmart and I told him, I said, I said, I'd like to help you guys out this Christmas. And, um, and I told him, you know, that, you know, about the tournament that I had and where I placed, I was like, and part of the, you know, this tournament is you have to spend this money on people that you don't even know that you've never even met. And, uh, I ended up to getting, taking his wife for about 10 minutes and she did some shopping for him. Um, then I, vice versa, I went with him and he bought some stuff for his wife and, uh, we ended up, uh, they got some toys for the kid and we ended up, you know, I ended up paying for it, still had money left over and I was able to go to, uh, Kroger and buy some more groceries for some that's people. That's awesome. I was going to say, I heard, I want to say somebody last year too went in and paid off somebody's railway. Yeah. That's one of yeah. the things that we tell people that you could do. Um, you know, it's, you know, man, it's kind of crazy. You know, it, it's, you know, the first year that we did this, you know, and, uh, the first time I went into Kroger and I, I, you know, just kind of looking, you know, see who you can know, kind of help. The first guy that I, I offered it to, he declined. He told me, he said, literally, I literally was fixing to pay for his groceries. And he said, he said, man, he said, I appreciate it. He said, but I'm actually, I'm good. He said, I'd rather you do it for someone else. And I literally, the the next person in line, I grabbed them. So he passed on it. But the other side too is you never know how this is going to trickle down. You know, if you do something good for somebody around the holidays, it might be somebody that really needed that help. And it also might be somebody that, Hey, they, they, it's just their lucky day, you know, but no, you don't know what they're going to do when they leave there or, or the next day. And, you know, it just, it can just keep trickling and, you know, everybody could use a little bit of extra help around the holidays. And, um, it's been really cool to see how, um, how, how guys have, uh, have used their money uh, in the two previous years. The one thing that we do like to do, we, we want, we want the anglers to document it. You know, I always uh, did a, went uh, live on Facebook. Uh, both years I've went live and, and we're big and, fans and, of that around and, here. And, and yeah, yeah. And talk <laughs> to the people and, you know, and, and you, you kind of see the reactions that they get and it's, it's really cool. Uh, and if some people, you, if you don't feel comfortable going live and talking to people, you know, just ask them if they want to do that, you know, just snap a couple pictures with them of yep. what you're doing. And, uh, um, give me, give me some details on this, Ron. So uh, right. you're, you're doing this December 7th. And seventh and eighth it's a two-day tournament okay and um it's a three it's three fish but it's three different fish okay. so it's your biggest bass it's your biggest crappie and your biggest brim or bluegill um and so this is something get out with the kids and go do it. yeah yeah so so it's no it's not not some it's not going to be somebody that's got a honey you can fish any water you want you can fish your pond in your backyard oh any man love that open. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be, but you literally, like, if you got a pond, man, and you got the fishing pond, fish your pond. Um, but it, we just want people to be involved. You can fish from the bank, a boat, a kayak. We, we don't care. We're not uh, discriminating. The only thing, you know, we do, no, no live bait. We want you fishing artificial bait. 
but uh, but yeah, just your biggest bass, your biggest crappie, biggest now, bluegill. You're taking the hog one, troughs and catch boards. Yep, hog troughs and catch boards. Okay. Um, um, last year we did allow the golden rule uh, ruler, but uh, had a little bit of a issue, you know, with you know not being able to see uh, yep. see the numbers on it really well. So we've done away with the golden ruler. Um, hog trough, catch board, uh, those are approved in just about every tournament out there. So that's all we're going to allow this year, uh, which is totally fine. And, um, the one thing that, you know, if, say, if, you know, say we have, you know, 50, 100 people sign up, you have to complete your slam to win. So if you say, if somebody caught a, you know, a big jet bass and a big crappie, but didn't catch a bluegill, but their lynches were ahead of the guy that had all three species. Well, you you've got to have to catch three. to win to yeah. place. You're going to have to catch each three of the species. Yeah, you've got to complete the slam uh, first um, to be able to win. So we want the, we want guys fishing, man. I'm telling you, the that, the bluegill uh, is the that's the that's the deal, man. Um, it's came back to bite some guys in the last couple of years. I was going to say, yeah, bass. a lot of, a lot of these guys, yeah. you know, a crappy, you can kind of, you know, uh, you know, I've even had crappy hit spinner bait before. Oh yeah. So, you know, a crap, a crappy is possible with your typical bass tackle, you know, a, uh, you know, uh, you know, getting into some of them bluegill, you might need to be throwing one of those turds a that we were talking about earlier. Bluegill in December is a little bit tougher to catch, man, especially with artificial. You know, and, and, and it's, that's the, that's been the ticket, you know, last couple of years, guys been like, man, I fished for hours trying to catch a bluegill, <laughs> one bluegill, one bluegill. <laughs> but any other time, you know, in summertime, you can go out and just, smoke Oh yeah. Bluegill. Just smoke them. Yeah. So, uh, so, but it's, it, that's the fun side of it. You know, is you're, you're out there working hard for two days, not for yourself. You right, are not fishing for yourself. You're now, fishing for now, somebody are you, else. Are you? How many? How many spots are you paying out for people to go do to go do right, acts of kindness? So it it really depends on how many you know sign up. I think we paid out like six or seven places last year. Okay. Um, and then um, we pay out all the money. I do take a little bit of the money out to purchase trophies. Uh, we've done trophy for first, second, and third place uh, the last two years. Um, and, um, it's just, that's just kind of a, uh, you know, it, it's cool to get, I've got, I've been lucky. I've never won the tournament, but I've got second and third in the tournament. So I fish it, Dwayne Wally fishes it. And ha this is how we fish it. The night before the tournament, I go live on the event page on Facebook and we'll, you'll, the, everybody will start kind of logging in. We'll kind of go do a last, you know, second briefing. And we literally come up with a tournament identifier. It's a code. We come up with it live right there. I ask random people in the comments to give me a letter or a number. And, you no, know, I'll just tell somebody to throw something up. First one pops up, we'll use it. And um, so we come up with the identifier well, that night, the night before the tournament. That way, it's open for everybody. You know, I fish at Dwayne Fish Concert. I want to be a part of it as much as, you know, anybody in Dwayne does as well. So, um, you yeah. know, in this, this event, it's like I said, you know, it, it's, you know, you get some bragging rights, man. I'm telling you that bluegill in December, <laughs> you got some bragging rights if you're catching bluegill in December. You that's know? a fact. So, that's a fact. It's a lot of fun, man. Uh, everybody that's done it in the years past, they keep coming back and they, they tell me how, 
how awesome of a time they had. Because any other time, you're not going out bass fishing really in December. Not a lot of guys unless you're way in the south. But how many guys are bluegill fishing in December? So it's, you know, you know you're going to go out. You're going to take a bluegill rod, a you know, crappie rod. You know, you're the bass. Some of these guys up north can go up and you know, drill a hole. And, you know I mean? and, and, you and, and literally you can get all three out of that same That's hole. Right. That's right. Ice fishing, man. Yep. You know, do it. You know, and um we may, I know a couple of guys. to hit up old Dave and see, you know, may I, I'm talking about going up, up north and being up there with Dave at the end of December. See about, see about Dave drilling a hole and getting in on this tournament with us, Dave Lefebvre. Yeah. And, so, and you yeah. Can, and you can fish in no, no ponds and stuff, you know, yeah. and, you know, so yeah, man, it's a, it's a good time. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, everybody that's fished it and, and, you know, um, they've done really cool stuff with their winnings and that's what we like to see. You know, uh, whether I don't care how you spend it, just do random acts of Christmas kindness. And I mean, we've had guys go to, you know, go to fire, fire stations and, you know, take them donuts and coffee. You know, I don't care how you do it, man. You want to walk in. Just, uh, I know Jason Broach one year walked in a restaurant and everybody that was in that restaurant, he bought, bought their dinner that night. Um, you know, it's just, um, there, there's just been so many cool, cool things that guys have done. Um, so it's, it's a lot of fun, That's man. Phenomenal. I've had guys fishing, fishing together, you know, no decor. You no, know, we, we encourage people to dress up, you know, the, decorate their boats with some Christmas stuff. Uh, Are you going out as Olaf? You uh, already got you the know, costume, man, right? Might, you might see Olaf on hey, there. See I've, Olaf uh, again. We, we've had guys really go all out, you know, so it's a, it's a fun time, man. Uh, the cool thing is like this year, like, um, our Christmas parade here where I live in Richmond Hill, Georgia is that same, same day on that Saturday. So my, we'll be, my kids will be in the Christmas parade. I pull the boats and we throw out candy and, uh, I'll leave straight from the parade and head straight to the water. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, again, guys, you guys can go to tourney X. It's the racked tournament It's Ron's champions. Third annual, third annual racked tournament it's spelled r-a-c-k-d and it's random acts of kindness um it's a tournament that uh like i said it's the third year they're doing it it's a three fish tournament it's a it's a bluegill a bass and a crappie you've got to catch all three it's 20 bucks guys i'm telling you right now i don't care even if you're not fishing it the 20 dollars is for a phenomenal cause this is uh this is his third year. I was a part. Of, I was a part of it last year. I'm. Uh, I'm already signed up this year. I got to be. I, I came in second. You guys can see down there. Uh, you know, I was able to second one in there. It's the first. It's probably the only time I'm ever going to get to see my name in a number one position on Tourney X. So I'm gonna. I'm actually going to screenshot this for me personally. You guys don't judge me. Uh, but uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna screenshot that when we get out of here. But Ron, man, I appreciate what you're doing. We'll definitely be checking back in with you, man, and 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 get an update. I'd love to have you back on. And, and, and maybe we can get you on and talk and talk with a winner or two of this thing and, 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 you know, kind of see how they did and what their, you know, what their plans are to go spend some money, man. I'd love to circle back at this with you. Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, once this uh, event's over with, you know, we can, we can, you know, get some guys on and let them tell their experience and share their stories on, you know, how they actually spent that money. Um, you know, it's, it's a cool thing, man. You'll be nervous as crap, you know, going up to somebody. And, and, but it, but when, when it's all over with, man, it just, you know, it makes you feel so, so good. You know, uh, um, it's a, it's a good thing, man. All right. I'm going to give you three questions real quick and a little quick, right. Lightning round on the way out of here. Okay. Just three topics of conversation. You give me your best 30 seconds and whatever as a response to whatever it is that I'd say coming up. All right. You ready? Okay. Yep. J Jay's wedding. Oh, it was totally awesome. He married a beautiful woman. She made a beautiful bride. Uh, I was glad to be a part of it. 
He married way out of his league. Like, let's just be honest. Yeah, Yeah. Casey's an amazing woman. Yeah, married way out of his league. All right, Uh, 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 the 360. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait till mine's in my garage and I can start rigging it. Uh, It might be a while because those things are selling like hot cakes. But, so you uh, don't have a timeline yet on when you're putting one in your garage? Uh, probably be it. Probably be January, maybe. I'm thinking. Woo! You know, uh, yeah. Hope, hopefully, I'd love to see it sooner, but uh, you know, uh, maybe we'll see. <laughs> That's all right. I, I got I got plenty of boats to fish out of. I got you. I got you. Um, and then uh, la- last but not least, uh, go to bait for right now. If you were going in the morning, what do you? What, what's your go to bait this time of year? If I was going in the morning. Golly, man, I got several. I, I'm always gonna have uh, have just old Texas rig worm tied on, man. It's it's old school, but it will put more fish in the boat as anything. You know, I know a lot of guys are throwing the Ned heads, anything slow, but you know we're coming into these colder months, man. You know, so uh, you know the Picasso uh, umbrella rigs, the rigs are gonna be hot. Yep. Um, it really depends on you know what time of the day. If I was going fishing. You know, uh, that, that, that A-rig bite's going to be insane pretty soon. There ain't nothing like catching two or three fish at one time on an A-rig. There's That's no way that you can get Ron Champion to give you a 30-second answer about one bait. There's no <laughs> Sorry, way. Man. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm I'm, you've, seen, you've seen how much tackle I got, man. I carry I carry the daggum mothership when it, it comes to tackle with me. You it's almost stupid. could pull a second PA behind you just with, yeah. just with tackle. You know what? That's actually not a bad idea. <laughs> 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 I've literally I fished with this man a couple weeks ago. We gotta go. We get, we're running out of time here. But I fished with this man a couple weeks ago, and he's talking about bringing some worms. And I leech in the back of his truck after he says, "Hey man, hand me that bag of worms." So I'm looking. I'm looking for a bag of worms, guys. Yeah, no. Right? No, no. It's a it's a it's a gallon bag of worms. There's like five hundred. Five hundred oh, in stupid. each bag. It's yeah. Five yeah, hundred in each bag. <laughs> and he's got them under a seat, like two or three of those bags in different colors, different just colors. under a seat. That's, yeah. Mind blowing, guys! We Did you ever get an opportunity? Home. Hey, we caught a bunch of fish, man. We had a good time. I can't wait to get back down. Uh, Ron, man, once again, dude, thank you so much for coming on with us tonight, having some conversation with us. You guys, make sure that you check Ron on all of his uh, all of his socials. Ron, where can we find you on everything? Yeah, um, um, Facebook, Ron Champion Professional Angler. That's my pro page, and then just regular Ron Champion. Uh, and then Instagram. It's uh, I actually changed it up. It's called Fish with a Champion. Boom. That's what you're looking for on Instagram now. I'm trying to grow my Instagram a lot, so uh, I appreciate any any follows. You guys, make sure you all go check out Built to Fish as well. That's Ron's own personal brand. Yeah. He does phenomenal with that. He's got the Built to Fish hat on right there. You guys see that on the back of my truck and the side of my kayak everywhere that we are, along with so many others in the industry. Um, you know, Definitely big supportive of Ron and Built to Fish and what he's doing there. Uh, Ron, man, I'm excited about it. Thanks again so much for talking with us about Spro Frogs and giving us a little bit of insight on that. Uh, we really appreciate you weighing in on that conversation. You guys get it? Weigh in, right? Weighing in. Yeah, buddy. Y'all see what we did here, right? We're coming around with that. But uh, And then thanks so much, man. This rack tournament, I'm already signed up. I can't wait to see. I hope you blow that thing out the roof, and uh, and, and we'll be pumping it out and talking about it here from the, on the way in from here on out. And uh, I appreciate your time tonight, brother. Yeah, man, thanks for let, having me on, letting me talk about this stuff, and I appreciate everybody you know, that's going to be a part of this. And just kind of you know, share our event page. Get it out there. You know, let everybody know you don't have to fish it. You know, just, uh, just, just be a part of it. It's a good cause. Yep, phenomenal cause, man. Ron, I appreciate it so much. Thank you much for uh, for tuning in with us tonight. And uh, I'll talk to you soon, man, because I'm, I'm coming to Savannah. We're going to fish. That's right. Come on down. All right, appreciate it, brother. See you, brother. Thank you.
All right, guys, and that does it. That does it there with Ron. Thank you guys so much for tuning in here on the way in. Uh, phenomenal podcast. If you guys missed anything, make sure that you go back in and check out the rest of the show. You can catch up everything at kayakbassfishing.com forward slash weigh in. You can also download the podcast in about 24 hours from now on every major podcast platform. We do that through anchor.fm. Once again, big shout out to Fish USA for supporting us and everything that we do here. They are America's tackle shop. Think outside the box. Make sure you go check out fishusa.com and a big shout out to Ron Champion. Thank you so much for coming on and having conversations with us. We'll catch up with you guys next time. As always, I'm Scott Butcher. See ya.